It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins, your daily Washington Redskins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, every day, every day, every day. All right, everybody, we welcome you aboard to episode number 268 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Sorry, it's been a couple of days since we dropped a new episode. Was away at uh, Bush Gardens in uh, Colonial Williamsburg, Virginia for a couple of days with my kids. Uh, as we had told you uh, earlier this week, schedule is going to be a little bit spotty uh, here and there over the next week or so uh, because of some vacation time, some requirements. Um, Got to be a dad. Uh, that comes first. And... Um, you know, try and get as many episodes as we possibly can so that you guys have uh, all the um, information and material, but it's going to be a little bit light even for the first weekend uh, of training camp. We'll do the best that we possibly can. Either way, it is episode number 268. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for downloading us. Uh, also want to send a shout out to, uh, you know, the company's doing, you know, a lot of different things. Uh, these days so we get these notifications and whatever uh, and whenever I see a new sponsor certainly want to thank all of our sponsors uh, but I also want to make sure uh, that we're I guess giving a little extra shine uh, to companies that are trying us out and um, places that are um, you know still supporting the product and all that stuff Uh, and uh, one of them is Postmates So you've probably heard about Postmates, I'm sure. Uh, They are your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year around. For a limited time, Postmates is giving Locked On listeners $100 in free delivery credit for your first seven days. Download the Postmates app and use the code LOCKEDON. That's right. Postmates, again, you get personal food delivery, grocery delivery, what kind of delivery you need, and they're giving you $100 in free delivery credit for your first seven days. So go check them out at the Postmates app and make sure you use the discount promo code LOCKED ON. So there you have that. All right. So um, just want to make sure that we take care of business in that regard. Um, here is something to open up the show. We're going to get into the Redskins offensive line for our training camp unit preview uh, in the next segment. Uh, but a couple of news and notes that I wanted to throw at you. And one is really heartwarming and is really cool. And, you know, look, uh, I am critical by and large of the Redskins. I think they deserve to be criticized regularly. I think they do some things well. I don't think they do a lot of things well. They do some things well. Um, but they don't do enough things well. And that's why, quite honestly, they've been a lousy product for 27 years. Uh, th- th- there's There's a reason for that, right? I mean, everybody can just... 
act like it's just bad luck. It's not. It's bad management. It's bad execution. It's bad planning. It's bad luck. It's the football gods. It's a lot of things. Um, nobody loses or is mediocre at best for 27 years with limited, and I mean limited success, when we're not talking about mediocre or poor, limited years of success over those 27 years, nobody has that kind of stretch when they're doing things well or good or right or correct or in the right manner. Nobody has that kind of failure. Nobody. But the Redskins have, and people don't like to hear that, but that's the reality. That's the truth. I'm not making that up. I'm not fabricating that. That's the reality. That's the reality we're in, right? We all are in a win-loss business. We all are in a success or fail uh, business. There's plenty of gray area. There is plenty of gray area with the Redskins. A lot can be pointed to and say, well, that's not our fault. Bad luck, bad this, bad that. Whatever the situation might be, again, a lot of it is bad organization, bad luck, uh, I mean, bad planning, uh, bad leadership, um, and not doing things the right way, quite honestly. Not only on the field, but many a times off the field. And you can take that however you want. Uh, I've never, ever, ever hid from the fact that I am honest, and if anything, it's to a fault. Because people over there do not like when I say that. They do not like when I say that. Guess what? They can deal with it because it's the truth. It's the truth. And there's nothing they can do to dispute it. Nothing. Because it's simply 100% fact. Now, that being said, when they do things right, we always give them credit. When they do something nice when they use their very, very, very powerful brand, this is when we give them credit, and they deserve it. So this story popped up on the Redskins' Twitter feed and on NBC Sports Washington and various other outlets on Thursday night as I was coming back from Bush Gardens in Virginia, and that was Carlitha and her nickname, as you'll come to find out, Nana, West turned 107 years old. Carlitha West. Happy birthday, Carlitha. She's a Redskins fan, has been a longtime Redskins fan. She was recognized by Alexandria, Virginia as a special day, her birthday. Again, 107 years old. And she looks pretty darn good in the video that I've seen. Um, but in this video, you see Bruce Allen presenting her with a special gift. And the special gift is a Redskins jersey with her name in quotations, Nana, on the back of it, and the number 107. And you see Larry Michael, you see Bruce going down on one knee, basically, to talk to her uh, and welcome her and wish her a happy birthday. Um, again, it is a very nice thing that they did. They should do stuff like this. Let's point that out. But it is a very nice thing that they did. Uh, because obviously, even though she's 107, you just never know at this point. And if this me really meant something to her, which I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. It's going to make 
the next year, hopefully, very special. And hopefully the Redskins can find a way to win for Carlitha Nana West. So happy birthday, Carlitha. Uh, the video, which we'll post up at, at Locked Redskins, uh, is, again, all over the place. Um, it's on the Redskins site. It's on NBC Sports Washington site. It's everywhere. So uh, you can go check it out yourself. But happy birthday to Carlitha. And again, tip of the cap to Bruce Allen, Larry Michael, uh, and the Washington Redskins for doing that. All right. Let's get to this before we take our first time out. A couple of training camp big picture items that I'll be really curious to see. How Jay Gruden and how certain coaches talk about Josh Norman has won. What, if anything, gets said about Kyle Smith, the Redskins director of college uh, scouting, college scouting? What, if anything, gets said at all about his future? Because he was the only, the only one of the scouts that stayed with the organization. Um, and he's, again, the, or, the leader of the college scouting s- staff and, and therefore the draft. He's the only one that did not get or accept, I guess accept is probably the right term, uh, a one-year rollover like Doug Williams did, like Alex Santos did, like other scouts did, uh, that takes them through, through 2021, meaning they're under contract for two more years. Uh, so Kyle Smith did not accept that. His contract runs out in early June 2020, meaning after this upcoming draft, as we've talked about a number of times. So I'm going to be interested uh, to see that. Uh, As well, there was another rumor that we've kind of, you know, dropped from time to time here, uh, and things that we hear, you know, and sometimes they stick, sometimes they don't, uh, is it'll be interesting to see if anything changes in this regard. If the team really struggles on the field, and presumably Jay Gruden would be first to go, Um, what happens to Bruce Allen? You know, what happens to Bruce Allen? Dan Snyder's right-hand man for so many years. Uh, you know, people wonder why he keeps him, uh, despite being close to getting rid of him last year. And, you know, again, I think you could see eventually a senior advisor type role, uh, for Bruce, maybe with Eric Schaefer getting a big in-house pr- promotion, which is what they should have done all along. Now, I suppose I would also say this. If Bruce Allen is still a senior advisor to Dan Snyder, he still has significant sway and he still has significant input. And it might just more be for cosmetics. But I do think it would be a cosmetic improvement, if you will, for the Washington Redskins. Um and one name that I think we dropped here from time to time uh, on the Locked on Redskins podcast that, you know, I, I do know I, I heard some some mutual interest um, by certain parties uh, was Lewis Riddick of ESPN, the former Redskins uh, director of scouting uh, at one point, also with the Eagles. Uh, I think it was director of pro personnel uh, when he was here the first time. Of course, long time now ESPN analyst. I do think there was, you know, at least some uh, some openness. I don't know, mutual interest might be the wrong word. I guess some openness to discussing a potential of a return there. Uh, that's 
what I've heard from one source. Uh, and, you know, I don't, I don't know where it stands right now. Um, you know, I heard that the door has kind of been closed for now on that. Uh, I don't know if it will come up again next offseason. It's just something to kind of keep in mind that, you know, they say you can always go home again, and maybe that's true. Um, sometimes that's not true. Kind of depends on how you leave. Kind of depends on how you handle yourself. Um, but I, I would I would say this. You know, it's clearly not going to happen now. But you never know what could happen next offseason is what I would say. You never know what could happen next offseason. Um, again, I, I want to be very careful with what I'm saying because I know I'll get yelled at. Uh, I know people get mad for no reason, um, and maybe even a guy like Lewis Riddick might get mad. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, here's what I know. He would be silly if he didn't at least have an interest. At least have an interest. And these guys are in TV because they're football men, and Lewis Riddick's a football man. And I think Lewis Riddick is widely respected. Uh, and I think he would be a great addition for the Washington Redskins. But I can't make him interested. I can't make them interested. I can't make the two sides come together. I just think it would be a good marriage. And I think it's something both sides should very much explore next offseason. Period. However the structure is, however it's done, I think, I think that's something that has some legs to it is how I would lead that. All right, we're going to take a timeout right here on the Locked On Redskins podcast. It is episode number 267, 260, uh, sorry, 268, rather, 268, my bad. Uh, and we will come back with a Redskins offensive line unit preview, uh, and then we'll touch on the Dallas Cowboys offense when we return on the Locked On Redskins podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, it is the Locked On Redskins podcast. Good to have you aboard with us again. Episode number 268. And a gentle reminder, please check out Postmates. Your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, and whatever kind of delivery service all year round. For a limited time, Postmates is giving Locked On listeners $100 in free delivery credit for your first seven days. Download the Postmate apps and use the code Locked On. There you go. All right, let's get to the offensive line unit preview for the Washington Redskins. And look, we all know that it centers around largely Trent Williams. We don't know if Trent Williams is going to be at camp uh, starting on Thursday. I would suspect, I would I would suggest that you not get your hopes up. I don't know. Trent is not answering any texts. His agent is not answering any texts. 
Um, so we just don't know. I, I mean, again, I'd be surprised if he shows up there. I'd be happy if he did, uh, but I'd be surprised if he did. Um, I think more you're looking at like right around the third preseason game, somewhere in that range to get ready for the season. Uh, but here's what we do know. Trent Williams last year played in 13 games uh, and played 792 snaps for the Washington Redskins, 491 of them in pass blocking situations, 301 uh, in terms of run blocking, which is a pretty heavy skew, of course. Uh, and Trent Williams, according to profootballfocus.com, uh, of course played all of those uh, snaps at um, uh, at, at left tackle with the exception of three where he was technically lined up, uh, I guess, as a tight end, which the Redskins sometimes do. Uh, an overall offensive grade of 74.1 with a pass blocking grade of 80.7. These are all out of 100 and a run blocking grade of 67 uh, point zero. Uh, again, not Trent Williams' best year by any means uh, and by any stretch. Uh, and certainly those numbers can be used, I guess, if the Redskins want uh, as justification for drawing a line in the sand. Now, he only allowed one sack. Uh, again, a, a pretty heavy skew towards uh, the pass tackle numbers or the, uh, I should say, the, um, uh, the, the pass blocking numbers. Uh, versus the run block numbers. But if you look at other tackles around the league, real good ones. David Bakhtiari, uh, four sacks allowed, three hits. Uh, Taron Armstead with the Saints, two sacks, three hits allowed. Um, Andrew Whitworth, five sacks and four quarterback hits allowed. Uh, Mitchell Schwartz now playing on the right side. Uh, he... Uh, allowed four sacks and eight hits. So, I mean, you, you kind of get a feel. Trent Williams is still pretty darn good. Uh, he did allow nine hits, according to Pro Football Focus, but only the one sack and 20 hurries uh, on the year. Again, uh, Trent has had better years. There's no denying that. But he is still the linchpin of this offensive line. Next to him... The question is, is, you know, and assuming that Trent comes in at some point, again, I wouldn't expect him to open training camp. He may surprise us all and be there. I don't know. Nobody seems to know uh, at this point. Next to him is probably going to be rookie Wes Martin um, because Eric Flowers, who is supposed to compete there, and I suppose theoretically he will still compete there some, he's probably going to have to man the left tackle spot because Jaron Christian might not be ready to go and certainly missed all of the offseason program uh, and, you know, uh, is not a left guard by trade anyway. So you have that situation. You have Chase Roulier at center who played every single offensive snap but did have offseason surgery, so it remains to be seen how they work him into the fold. He missed the offseason program as well. Brandon Sheriff, who missed much of the offseason program, did some limited individual stuff uh, coming off the torn rotator cuff going into the final year of his deal. And then, of course, Morgan Moses uh, at the right tackle spot. Now the real question comes from depth. Again, the Reds can seemingly have more depth with the the drafting of Martin with the drafting of Ross Pierce Bacher from Alabama. They let Ty and Secchi go. They have other guys that have been around like guys like Timon Paris and Tyler Catalina and, and people of that nature. But do they have enough? Well, the, the easy answer is, is no, they don't. You never have enough. Um, the best and probably most accurate answer is 
they have better than they had last year. They have more depth and more choices and more options than they did last year. The problem is, is what happens if Trent Williams decides for sure that he is not coming back? What happens if I'm not right when I say I expect him around the third preseason game? What happens if he does the unthinkable and he truly does sit out the entire season? Then the Redskins are clearly a below average offensive line. Um, Clearly. And with Dwayne Haskins, the rookie quarterback, trying to figure things out, not exactly Mr. Mobility, the oft-injured Colt McCoy, and Case Keenum, who's not a big guy by any means, but is a little bit slippery, you know, that's going to be further a, a, a exasperated you know, by the, the problem if Trent Williams decides to spend a significant portion of the season out from the Redskins or... The entire season. And again, we can't say that that won't happen. It's unlikely. Again, Le'Veon Bell missed an entire season, but he was a free agent. He was a free agent. So keep that in mind. Um, Again, the Redskins offensive line is largely, obviously, in terms of its quality and its depth and its top-end ability, is largely dependent on Trent Williams, Brandon Sheriff, and to a lesser degree, Morgan Moses, although he's important at the right tackle spot. They cannot afford to have Trent Williams intentionally miss any length of time. A week, whatever, Aaron Donald style a couple years ago, you live with that. But more than that, eh, not good. Brandon Sheriff, he's going to be there. How good is he going to be? I don't know. I assume he'll be fine. I assume he'll be fine, especially in a free agent walk year. Morgan Moses, will he be able to stay healthy? You know, he's always banged up. He's always writhing in pain. Hope so, because if they have to depend on Eric Flowers to play tackle or Jaron Christian to play tackle, and for a lot of snaps, either or or both, they are in a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. All right, so that's our offensive line unit preview. We'll come back and we'll touch on the Dallas Cowboys on the offensive side of the football. That's next right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast, episode number 268. Thanks for being with us. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked on NFL scouting podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is episode number 268 of the Locked on Redskins podcast, and we finish it up like this. We're going to take a look at the Dallas Cowboys offense, and then on 269, we'll take a look at the Dallas Cowboys defense, plus we'll continue our Redskins unit-by-unit preview uh, as we draw closer to the opening of training camp. Uh, As always, we appreciate you guys being with us, so let's get to it right away in the remaining couple of minutes that we have. Listen, the Dallas Cowboys... Obviously a playoff team last year uh, and a team that got better as the season went along. I think they bounced back from a three and five start, if memory serves me uh, correct. And a lot of it 
was because of that offensive line that they've invested so heavily in almost $60 million worth of 2019 cap space, clearly the most in the NFL. But, you know, listen, people forget that when we talk about all the injuries that the Redskins had between Sheriff and Laval and uh, Trent Williams being banged up and this guy and that guy, that the Cowboys made the playoffs and did what they did without without their starting center. Now, again, you can kind of overcome that when you have Tyron Smith, but again, he wasn't 100% healthy. As a matter of fact, he missed the the uh, the Redskins Thanksgiving Day game, if memory serves me correct. Uh, and Travis Frederick missed the entire season. Um, they say he's healthy now. They say he's ready to go. They say he can regain his form. We'll see. Of course, it helps to have Zach Martin uh, as their starting right guard. He's better than Brandon Sheriff. Look, the Cowboys should be even better, should be even better on their offensive line this year, and that's the strength of their team, as everybody knows. But it doesn't just end there. That's the problem for the Washington Redskins. Like, you have a really strong unit, and you think, well, okay, if we can just figure that part out, we'll be fine. Well, the Cowboys have Ezekiel Elliott, as we know. Now, he's threatening to hold out. I don't think he'll hold out past August 6th, but you never know. So I guess right now that's a question mark, but I think he'll be back. If he gets hurt or if he gets suspended or something happens, he doesn't have a real great backup situation. Darius Jackson, Tony Pollard, Mike Weber, Jordan Chun. There is no Alfred Morris anymore. Same thing at quarterback with Dak Prescott, who's expected to get a contract. Same draft, Ezekiel Elliott. Elliott was the first-round pick. Dak Prescott, the fourth-round pick. Imagine that kind of success in the draft. Cooper Rush and Mike White are his backups. They don't have answers. They don't have answers there. They were able to come overcome Travis Frederick's injury last year because of the surrounding great talent that they have and because they continued to layer and add to those pieces. I don't know, quite honestly, if they can overcome certainly an injury to Dak Prescott or a situation or an injury to Ezekiel Elliott. Unlike in years past where they had better backup options and better options, period. They don't this year, at least right now. They do still on the offensive line with young guys like Connor McGovern. McGovern, uh, And they drafted Connor Williams early as well. They've just continued to layer and add to their offensive line with high-round picks. Again, they don't have that at quarterback and at running back. And at wide receiver, they add Randall Cobb to the mix. He'll work out of the slot along with Michael Gallup and Amari Cooper. Those are the that that's in my opinion the best receiver group easily in the division. Easily. Uh, better than Philadelphia, even better than Alshon Jeffrey and Nelson Aguilar and you know the weapons that they have and those guys are good. Guys are real good. To me, I think Gallup is going to be a really, really hard player to defend for the Redskins for a long time. We know Cobb, when healthy, is very productive. And Amari Cooper, we expect him to sign a long-term deal at some point. The Redskins already proved that they can't cover him. And he has that quick twitch, excellent route running ability. If he's healthy, and if he's holding on to the football, he's deadly. 
he's deadly. Deadly. So the Redskins better be able to match up, and the Cowboys come to FedEx Field week two uh, to give them probably a pretty good healthy look at their offense. And Jason Witten's back, too, out of the broadcast booth at tight end. Something to look forward to, something to fear, quite honestly, as we look at the Cowboys' offense. We'll get to their defense on the next episode, episode number 269. That's going to do it for us for right now. Thanks for being with us. Have a great rest of your weekend wherever you are listening, wherever you're downloading the Locked on Redskins podcast. Thanks for being with us. Adios. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL Draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.